Today's episode is brought to you by Pale Horse Media Co. Head on over to www.palehorsemedia.co for more of your favorite shows, books, and merch. I have two brand new releases for you over at Pale Horse Media Co. The first one, In His Name, My First Dive Into Fiction. It is just a fun, cool thriller if you're into that kind of sort of thing. And and we have the second expanded edition of the original, of the OG Safety Sucks, the bullshit and the safety profession they don't tell you about. I go through, I expand on some thoughts, add some bonus material, reflect on some of the chapters. So if either of those sound like things you should be interested in, again head over to www.palehorsemedia.co CO or find them on your Amazon marketplace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support of the books of the podcast of the merch store of everything. It truly means the world to us. This, this, this show is brought to you by safety FM. Everybody, Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, bringing you another hot minute coming to you from the PaleHorseMedia.co studios in the cool and kind of clammy, cold Phoenix, Arizona. What? What's going on? You hear me rant and rave about how horrible the summer heat is for so long, and now I'm complaining because it's cold? Well, I gotcha. You got it wrong. I'm not complaining. I love it. It's cold. This is the weather. This is the reason why people move to Phoenix. This is the reason why they put up with that 20% of the year that is that freaking summer hellscape of Phoenix, Arizona. For the other 80%, this beautiful, cool, 60-degree, around-the-clock weather. It's awesome. So today, I want to dive into something that we've talked about way, 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 way back earlier in the podcast. And you can go way, 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 way back and listen to it because this is just going to be a touch of it. But we talked about communicating differently or communication differently. So we're going to dive into that a little bit. But before we do, head over to the website, www.thehopner.com. Head on over to hopuniversity.org. If you need some help with safety differently, doing safety a little bit better, if you need human and organizational performance training for your organization, if you need some consulting, or if you need just all-around safety help, head over to safetybetterment.com. We can hook you up. We can help you. As I've told you, I've been filling up my calendar, so make sure you go over and check that out if you need a little bit of help. So as I said, we're diving into communicating differently. And I want to start right here. The words that we use matter. They do, right? The conversations that we have in our organizations, the tone of those conversations, the words that we use in those conversations, they really set the complete culture, the complete tone for the entire organization, right? They're so, so important. You hear that, if you go back and listen to the podcast, when, you, when I ask people, when I ask hop folks, what is something that people can take away from this conversation they can go do right now in their organization? Most folks will tell you, go start having better conversations. Now, I'm kind of, kind of paraphrasing that, summarizing it down into something, boiling it down into something, but that's kind of sort of what most people say. If I have to give that answer, or if I'm asked that question, that's typically the answer that I'm going to have. Most organizations, uh, and I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a personal story. Um, one of my very first experiences with rolling out human and organizational performance into an organization was that. 
It started by going out and having conversations. And it started by going out. We called it our guerrilla training sessions because we went out under the radar and started having these conversations and started building it as a grassroots effort until all of a sudden it was too big for, for the corporation to stop. And that might right wrong somewhere between, okay, whatever. But we made it happen through conversations. Right. So I think it's really important to first acknowledge that, that the words that we use matter, the type of conversations that we have matter, the tone of those conversations, that all, all of that matters and it matters a lot. So I like to start right here. And I know this is a really this word can be kind of or this, this phrase can be kind of political and I don't mean it to be political. I just trying to use it to be accurate. Um, trigger words. Right. There are certain negative triggers right within uh, an organization. We can trigger people. And again, I know that that can be a little political, but that's not the context that we're using it in here. Right. Context matters. We're talking common negative triggers around the conversations that we use in our organization and more specifically, uh, you know, in and around safety and in and around those kind of super important things. So some really common negative things that I've historically found in organizations are these first, I'm just going to kind of go through some bullet points. First are these you based messages, right? The you are responsible for your safety. And I mean that so much that you are going to sign a poster that says that you understand that you're responsible for your safety. Boom, fixed it. Nobody's getting hurt anymore because now they know they're responsible for their safety. They signed a poster that says they're responsible for their safety. All is well. And then that disgruntled person, and I know because I've been that disgruntled person going, why the f- I'm going to sign this stupid poster to come in an hour early to sign a poster so you feel good about yourself. That's what people are left feeling. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, another one are these kind of value and care more conversations, right? Post-injury, post-not-so-great thing happening, post-operational surprise, super common, right? Super common. You should care more. And it's kind of a you-based message too, but it's this. You should value your safety more. You should care more about those around you because if you cared more, you would have paid more attention and you would have stopped this from happening. Oh, if you, if you only cared more, if you only cared more, So we put out this big poster that says you should care about your safety because if you come to work and get hurt, it means that you don't care. Ah, fixed it. Everything's fine. Not right. (laughs) Or it's kind of, kind of coupled into that. These try harder or be better conversations. If you only tried harder, if you only paid more attention, if you were only a better employee, it's kind of what we're saying in that. And that's how it's perceived. Sticks and carrots conversations. That should be like a duh, right? When we get out there and we go, well, if you don't, if you don't uh, meet your metric, then you're going to lose your incentive. We're going to sanction you. You're not going to have your pizza party if you blow out your metric. But if you do really, 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 really good, you'll get that pizza party. Oh, if you do really, really, really good, we're going to get you some more money. It's going to be good. Got the stick in one hand, the carrot the other. Anything as far as messages that are perceived to be more of the same. So kind of go to the blah of your organization, right? Close your eyes again, unless you're driving, I got to put this disclaimer in there. <laughs> so to say it, don't close your eyes if you're driving. Here's that's my inner safety person. Um, close your eyes and think about kind of that message you get from the organizations. It's kind of like, just kind of like more of the, uh, you know, eliminate those, right? You, you don't want to kind of be in that kind of more of the same space. Any messages that are pointing to the individual contributor as the why things go wrong. And I've seen that, and I'm sure you have seen that. We've all kind of felt that at some point in an organization where we've had something, especially a lot of these are around kind of not so great 
things happening. Um, you could even go, a lot of this kind of falls up under the hot principles and saying a lot of this is kind of in that space where it's reactions matter and they matter a freaking lot, right? They matter a ton. A lot of this is kind of reactionary stuff, but not always. Um, a lot of times post-instant will say, yep, we had a bad apple and we got rid of it. All is well now. We made an example out of that person. And we're very vocal sometimes about the fact that we made an example out of that person to the point of sharing it with their organization going, yep, they messed up. I can't tell you exactly what they did, but they got shit canned. We fixed the problem. So again, right? You're going, as we say it out loud, we're going, uh, not good, right? But it's stuff that happens with frequency in our organization. Anything, and this is one of my favorite words, anything that's starchy, corporate feeling, dry, People just run away from that. Look, I'm not saying everyone's going to be the same as me. Not everyone's going to want punk rock safety, right? Not everyone's going to want kind of that more, <laughs> a little bit more of the kind of the safety anarchist side of things. Not everyone's going to want that. But no one, no one wants that, that stock letter that's dear. Oh, I can see where the font size is different where they inserted my name. Thank you for your support of safety this year. Wonderful stuff, right? N nobody wants that starchy corporate dry feeling. They want to be treated like people, not like freaking robots, right? So those are just some really kind of high level negative triggers that I like to include. But let's, let's go a little bit farther into that. So, because there's some other stuff, right? Nobody wants to hear like... Nobody wants to be communicated with, especially post-injury, going, well, that was a recordable, so it's important because it's a recordable. People don't care if something's recordable, right? People on the pointing end of the organization do not care about numbers, nor should they. If I walk into an organization and somebody's like, hey, watch this, you know, John Doe leader here, Jane Doe leader here, watch this. Hey, frontline employee, how many recordables do we have? Oh, we have seven. See, they know how many recordables they have, but they really, they really care. What Bullshit. Right. That's like the worst thing. I want your frontline employees to not even know what a recordable injury means. Right. It, it doesn't matter to them. It's just another number. It's just another metric. They think that we only care because it affects metrics and ultimately because those metrics affect someone's money. Right? So when we're talking about communicating injuries, stay focused on caring about the person that was injured, avoid blaming, get to the learning, avoid using those words like, oh, it's an OSHA recordable. That's what everyone hates seeing metrics. They hate seeing error count clocks. They hate seeing counts. They hate seeing pyramids. They know that it's bullshit. We know that it's bullshit. It makes us feel good. We pat ourselves on the back in our boardrooms and go, but we put up pyramids, clocks, and metrics, and we're making a freaking difference. But they know it's bullshit, and we know it's bullshit. So let's cut the bullshit. It has no value to them whatsoever. Avoid using them at all costs with your general workforce. People crave real conversations, not strategic corporate communications. Communication should be written to our employees like we're sending a letter to our BFF because they kind of sort of are, right? It shouldn't be crickled down from something up on high or a letter from the bank, right? <laughs> we need to treat people and communicate people with, I don't know, maybe the way we would like to be communicated with. And for me and for most of us, we want to have that kind of sense that we have a relationship with those leaders that are above us, that we have that kind of BFF relationship, not this, here's your communication. People crave we together safety. Ugh. We together safely, not you are responsible for your safety. So you comes across always as you, it's your fault. We need to keep our communications we-based, team-based. The worst thing, one of the worst things that you can do is my email goes off in the back of my computer. I'm not redoing it. There you go. Again, hashtag unscripted. 
<laughs> you hear my emails coming in the back. Sorry. But one of the worst things that we can go down the path of is these care more, try harder, be better conversations. They don't need to be told that. They already care. And they already care a lot. When you have a conversation with somebody that already cares a ton and you have this conversation around them caring more, you know what happens? If they're anything like me, they start caring a whole lot less. I'll show you, asshole. Tell me I should care. I care so much. <laughs> right? Their level of care has to be implied. It must be implied. Start communications from the perspective that they already care the maximum amount. Because even if they don't, caring more. Oh, here we go. Truth bomb. Truth bomb. Caring more doesn't actually fix anything. Asking them to care more only hurts your culture. Truth bomb, truth bomb, truth bomb. Right? Communications. It's so vital to where we're going. Those conversations matter. And they matter a lot. For me, I like to keep this in mind. That as communicators, we're not only responsible for the intent of our messages, but we're responsible for how those messages are perceived. If you throw all that crap in there that we talked about and you're coming from the best place in the world and you come from the best kind of, you know, best hearted leader in the world, but you throw all that crap in there and it's perceived wrong, guess what? You're not perceived as the best hearted leader in the world. That perception matters. It matters. You're, you're responsible for how that message is taken, how it's absorbed, how it's perceived. That kind of sort of sucks, right? It sucks to be in that position. It sucks. Just say it. It sucks. It sucks to not only have to have the good, have good intent with your communication, but think through how people will perceive it. That sucks, but it has to be done. It has to be done. I want to leave you with this. I want to leave you with this around communicating differently. So I'm like a knickknack person. Uh, and you've probably figured that out by looking into the studio, right? I just keep crap everywhere. Um, one year, my daughter got me these little cards and she didn't know what they were. Um, if you know what a world market is, I love world market. I love world market. There's like one right around the house for me. There's like a bunch in Phoenix. I spend entirely too much money at world market just because it has so much cool stuff. But um, she was in there and she demanded that she get me these cards. She, she was probably like three. She got them for me for, I think it was my birthday one year. She got them because they're, there's like a set of cards, right? Like it looks like playing cards in a little box. But the box had a, like a rabbit riding a unicorn on it. So to a three-year-old, that's like crack, right? That's crack cocaine to a three-year-old. Rabbit riding unicorn on a box with cards in it. Boom, boom, instant buy. But it was one of the coolest gifts that I've ever got. I still keep them around. And they're these affirmator cards. And they've got all these super cool little cards in there just around different things. And one of the bonus cards that I found in there, and I actually took it and I keep it pinned up uh, here, there, and everywhere. Anywhere that I go, I kind of have one kind of pinned up kind of here in the office at home. But one of the coolest ones that I found was this. It was a card on communication. And I really, I really appreciated this fact. And I'm just going to read it to you. Wonder how that other person's feeling? Ask them. Wish they knew how you were feeling? Tell them. You've just been drafted into the communication army where there is a strict do ask, do tell policy. Speak with kindness and gentleness and reach an understanding. If you don't, assumption will just make asses of everyone, including the person who came up with this card. Pretty good stuff, huh? It's a pretty good rule of thumb. Wonder how somebody's feeling? Ask. Want them to know how you're feeling? Tell them. Be real. You're in the communication army now. You got to think through the stuff that you're saying. If you're a communicator, you've got to think through. You're not only responsible for the intent of your message, but you're responsible for how those messages are perceived. 
If you want to know how somebody's feeling, ask them. Be candid. Tell them how you're feeling. Be vulnerable. Ooh, scary word. Scary word. Scary word. Be vulnerable, especially as a leader. Scary, 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 scary. If they perceive me as not mean, then I will lose control. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. I'm going to leave you with one more story. One more story. And the folks in the story shall remain now. Look, I, I know that this, <laughs> this hot minute has turned into a hot minute 20, but I, I, this, this subject is just so important to me. I was in a meeting, and it was actually a focus, it was focus group meetings, right? It was focus group meetings. And basically, we're in these focus group meetings asking folks to tell us all the suck within the organization, and I'll, I'll paint a better picture because I don't want you to think we just asked them that sucked. It was, it was much more. It was much deeper than that. There's, I'm, I'm, I'm eliminating a lot of the context for time's sake here. Um, but basically, we have folks locked in a room and willingly, right? Volunteers, most of them, most of them, um, and they're going through and they kind of start naturally on the suck. And then we kind of get them over and they start talking about the positive things in the organization. And that's kind of, it's kind of back to what we've talked about. Okay, what's working? What's not working? What football should we kick to get the most yards? We're asking the front line, right? What are we really good at? What are we not really good at? Now, naturally, they start on the, what, what the organization is not really good at. And they eventually usually get to the side to where there's a lot more positive than there is negative, right? So we can not only look at the stuff that we need to fix on the not so great side, but we can say we're really good at this and maybe we should be even better. Right. Let's just kind of push on the right button. So that's kind of a side story, just so you, you don't take it out the wrong way and think Sam just goes around and asks people what sucks. I do that sometimes. Though I really do. That's kind of fun. Um, but, but you know, my favorite question, what is harder than it should be? What sucks here? What's the stupidest thing you have to do to work here every day? It's just pro tip side side uh, side questions there. But we were doing this. So back to the story before I get on a side rant. It's already dead. But we're, we're, we're in this focus group. We're asking questions. Right. Uh, it's just myself, some other hop folks. Um, we're kind of working through this and if people are vocal, they're, they're just going at it. They're just, just it's a great group. You know, when you have one of those really good, just amazing groups, that's just vocal, you know, just, just good, just good stuff. And we're going and we're going and we're going and a high level leader walked in because they, they knew what was going on. They wanted to come by. It wasn't anything negative. They just wanted to come by and show, show support. So as soon as the high level leader walks into that room, what happens? Mm-hmm. Yep. You guessed it. Everyone <gasps> shuts the fun up right everyone shuts up they go whoosh, silent it goes from this roaring conversation to kind of whispers of going oh, yeah i know everything's good everything's great blah 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 and then kind of the conversation shifts to this high level leader um and so they just there's just some chit chat going on and somehow the conversation got on this topic of driving to work in the morning and this leader got all kinds of vulnerable and didn't even realize that they did so if you've ever driven around Phoenix, you know traffic can be kind of crazy. It's pretty good compared to most metro areas, um, but it's still kind of crazy in the morning. And they're talking about driving to work. And the leader goes, yeah, you know, it's early. So I got over in HOV lane because, you know, um, it's, it's before six. So I'm allowed to be there. I'm not breaking the rule. It's very clear to say I'm not breaking the rule. You know, and I get over in the HOV lane and then so I can get out into the open and I'm kind of, I can put the pedal down a little bit and, you know, get up and set my cruise around 80 and I, you know, truck on into work, uh, truck on into work. And then the leader goes, kind of hits them and goes, oh crap, I just admitting that I was on 80 and a 65 all the way to work. Hey, and that's miles, miles per hour for all my friends outside the United States <laughs> going, I'm, I'm, I'm doing 80 miles an hour. And all of a sudden, the entire tone in the room changed because that leader got all kinds of vulnerable real quick 
by admitting that I'm human. And uh, totally not, not the intent, right? Did not mean to do that, but learned an amazing lesson from it. All kinds of vulnerable, and everyone kind of looks and goes, all right, they're human. They speed sometimes too. They're not perfect. They're not perfect. And that leader makes mistakes. Vulnerability goes a long, long way. Having a conversation with that leader afterwards, it blew their mind. How just having that real conversation, not doing the pretend, well, of course I did exactly the speed limit on the way to work, and of course I wore my seatbelt because I'm that's what we expect in blah, 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 Star Trek Corporate. Blah, 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 blah. They got real. They got vulnerable. And it went a long way. And as soon as that happened, conversation went pew. Okay, all of a sudden, we're instantly comfortable having a conversation around this person again because they're not some corporate agent. They're a person. What do you think? That's my little 20-minute hop minute. (laughs) That's my 20-minute hop minute (laughs) on communicating differently. I did a podcast on this way back when at the beginning. If you want to circle back and listen to that, I would greatly appreciate it. More importantly, I would love to hear your stories, hear your input on how we can communicate better. How we can communicate differently? You know how to get a hold of me. Sam at thehotnerd.com, right? You can head on over to thehotnerd at gmail.com too. That's how you can get a hold of me there. You can slide into the DMs on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on kind of anywhere that you find us, and I will get back to you. I absolutely will. It might take a few minutes, so let me let me say that. Just 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 kind of forewarning. Send me an email, get a hold of me. There's a lot of them, but I do answer all of them at some point. Just give me a couple days. I just just need a few minutes. We get a lot of these, and it's just me. <laughs> it's just me, and I try my best to get back to all of you. Um, also, like I said, head over, follow along on all things on social media. It's always appreciated. All of your likes, shares, love, subscribe, you know, that helps us so much. Go tell someone to go listen to the podcast. That helps us even more. Go copy that link to the podcast, share it on your LinkedIn. That helps us so much. I, I can't even explain how much it it literally keeps the lights on here. It keeps the electricity flowing so we can keep recording all this really fun content. That's all I've got. Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd, signing off. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for your continued support of the Hop Nerd Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by hop enthusiasts and safety better enthusiasts just like you. Head on over to www.safetybetterment.com for more information on all the ways that we can help you do safety better. From training to consultation to learning teams to human and organizational performance, we can help you do safety better. Again, www.safetybetterment.com.